0: The following podcast you're about to listen to is rated M for Mature and contains scenes and language of an adult nature. You have been warned.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of How It Stacks. I'm JD. And I'm Willis. And today is a very, very special show. We're talking about the one, the only... (laughs)
0: Professional wrestling. Uh,
1: exactly. And to help us with our topic today, we've got kind of a, a knowledge expert, if you will, right? Yeah, a
0: little bit. We've got a fact checker. <laughs> a
1: fact checker. Some, <laughs> we'll just get... There's, there's no lie. You just know more than we do. You can say it. Yeah. I have a wealth of uh, useless knowledge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is my, uh, my longtime friend, AJ Knowles, is going to be on the show with us today. How you doing?
1: What's up, AJ? So tell us uh, a little bit about yourself,
2: man. I am... Uh, From Baldwin County all my life. Uh, Spent a lot of time watching TV and uh, on the internet. It
1: definitely sounds like you're gonna fit right in on the show. Yeah,
0: that's that's pretty much what we what we do and what we talk about.
1: Right. So uh, today, professional wrestling. Right now, I know, Gabe, uh, you did watch a lot of it as a kid, right? Oh God, yes. Fantastic. oh
0: yeah I watched a lot of it when I was a kid <laughs> I, I like shame a, a shameful amount of it <laughs> we I don't, don't remember a lot of it but it's probably for the better <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, I watched a shameful shameful amount of professional wrestling when I was a kid I went and saw live shows
1: oh shit!
0: <laughs> uh, oh man it, it was it was awful i I bought video games I read no uh, video games are badass. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that in in a bit. But I am a uh, I'm a huge fan of the video games still. But the uh, you know, I I played with the toys, I, I watched the episodes every week. I mean, every Monday night I watched Raw
1: and uh, uh, so you're a WWF or WWE? Uh, when WWE I was when guy. I
0: was into it, when, no, when I was into it it was still WWF. It was before the pandas took our F away. <laughs>
1: the F and pandas. Yeah. <laughs>
3: the
1: pandas took our F away, man. They they made you get the F out. Mm. So so AJ Right? So tell us like I mean obviously you're a huge wrestling fan or or well, were, right? Previously, yes. Previously on AJ's life. Yes.
2: <laughs> uh I, you know I just I grew up watching uh you know the Monday Night Raws and the Saturday morning shows and you know all the I wrestling came Saturday, on. I, I was a sports enthusiast and uh <laughs> as a child sports <laughs> well you know to it's some entertainment degree, damn it you know but uh my my sports my actual sports teams were doing uh fairly poor when i was younger so i had to resort to something and uh professional wrestling was that thing for a while
1: now i, now I do have to interject before we, we get to our, our our mix master over here because i don't think we introduced him yet for the show so i do apologize mr jared we'll be right with you sir after these brief moments with aj so you, you I, just some, one point that you just mentioned, is, and you said that you went from professional, like actual, like r- like football, and 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 right. to to wrestling, right? Okay, like wrestling came afterward.
2: Right? Yeah. Right. Like, I like I was a Saints fan yeah. in the in the early days when the bags were still overheads and whatnot. So now it's reverse. Now if you're a
1: wrestling fan you wear the bag over your right, head. Right.
2: Right. <laughs> now it's male soap opera.
1: Exactly. I'm j i am was it's an interesting it's an interesting jump to go from yeah. from actual I don't want to say it's it's professional wrestling is not a sport, but to go from like watching football every Saturday morning to Hopelessly addicted You know Or totally involved Into WWE Is 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 quite a jump So we'll dive all into that As the show progresses But mixmaster Master Jared How are you? I'm doing good Doing good I just
4: Had to sit through Two and a half hours Of WWE history Today
1: So that was <laughs> oh, yeah, the-
0: Interesting The research for this has been both fun and excruciating.
1: Yeah, my wife (laughs) told me I was no longer allowed to do research for this show. (laughs) It involved men in tights. So luckily – At least until we do Robin Hood. Until we do Robin Hood, but but until then, no more men in tights in my house, (laughs) which rules out my lingerie for her for the rest (laughs) of the year. So (laughs) – you know, hopefully she'll get by that.
0: Oh yeah, I could see you and uh, you know you're you're definitely uh, uh you're definitely barred from wearing your spangly little speedo.
3: Oh yeah, and, and,
0: and knee high fucking boots. <laughs>
1: They're moonwalkers, bro. <laughs> moonwalkers, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I mean, we're all it's it's kind of funny. I you know the three out of the four of us here had had watched uh sports entertainment growing up right so aj you're the guest host today man why don't you kind of walk us through uh a, a little <laughs> bit about your childhood and kind of kind of what it meant to you to be a fan and, and to kind of have that there for you
2: well when i was younger you know i started watching when i was you know five six years old you know at the time i didn't realize that it was a uh, completely fake you know it was what before, it was before they called it sports entertainment back then it was wrestling and uh I grew up in the deep south so you know wrestling was the thing you know see who's the strongest and fastest you know get in there and beat the other guy up and for all I knew you know those guys hated each other and it was real you know so there there, there was an element of of actual sporting there you know for the younger years and then as it as it progressed it just deteriorated in uh Became male soap opera, more talking than wrestling, and you know, less steel chair. Less <laughs> steel. So, when when you started watching it, I
1: think uh, kind of give me a give me a early nineties, late eighties.
2: I'd say. Yeah, early, ni- about 1990. I went to my first event in 1992. It was at the Mobile Civic Center, WCW Beach yeah, that's Bash. That's so raw, too. Yeah,
1: that was, uh, actually, I saw one of those matches you were talking about when I was doing the, some research today. And it was actually pretty, it was a decent little match just for especially the time period back then. You know, I mean, these yeah. are like, you know, it's not like it is now where they are like uber professionally trained. These are guys just learning through, like, you know, coming up through yeah. the sport. Taking yeah. these falls and taking these hits and falling on like steel girders and and, and ramps, you know.
0: Well, they've had. Uh, I remember in uh, in Beyond the Mat, they have uh, they uh, they do a uh, they do a piece from uh, from the school where they all train. Yep. And I I know it's it's one school that trains all of these guys. The
1: heart. It's 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 I have no idea school. what it's called. It, 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 it's.
2: Well, they they have uh, different schools. Uh, oh. WCW had their own school. WWF had their own school. It was just a, a training academy. But I think that came on mid 90s or yeah. something when when wrestling was really taking off. Yeah. But back in the 70s, I think it was pretty much any guy that could swing a steel chair and yeah. and look cool doing it. You know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny that you mention that, right? Because we look at a lot of the older footage of. Of wrestling, yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and like it's 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 not like it is today. I mean, the, the guys out there today, look like models and and like you yeah. know actors and stuff. But the guys back in the day had like beer guts and oh, like
0: and glorious. Glorious mullets. <laughs> oh God. Oh man, just the best yeah. mullets outside of Texas.
4: Look, I'm not here to judge, but they had glorious back hair as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just like, watched them, and man, like
3: I, gorilla monsoon. It made me feel better. I won't
4: lie, it made me feel better. Right. <laughs>
1: wrestling, keeping Jared's self esteem above. Right. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally, I may just go back
4: and watch the first 15 minutes
1: of the honey, documentary. It's, <laughs> honey, it's not that bad. Look what it could be. <laughs> right. And these people were on TV, baby. Exactly. Fine. They got paid to look like that mm.
0: so uh, I mean we've gone through you know we've gone through the two of us what I mean did you watch it as a kid
1: oh uh, I was um so wrestling and I have a really weird relationship like I'd be all about it for I don't know you know maybe a year year and a half two yeah. years and then I'd fall away from it and then yeah a couple more years would go by and then I'd come back to it and then I'd watch it again
0: so you've actually watched it on and off from childhood. To today,
1: well, like how that, long has it been now before that you research? Fucking say shit? it like that, it sound like a total loser. But you know,
3: <laughs> shit.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, I remember Hulk Hogan as a kid. Um, I remember like Macho Man and, and, and that whole kind of era.
0: Yeah, see, I was I was around for a little bit of the Macho Man and Hulk Hogan stuff, um, but I, I really kind of came into it around like Undertaker and Bret the Hitman. I think Hart so. I think
1: uh, I think my the big years that stand out to me were maybe '96, '95 when yeah. HBK. Um, yeah you know really started taking off and and his career started going places and then uh I think triple h had just come aboard. I remember the debut of the rock, which was really kind of cool to see yeah it. um see i think I think the rock the rock came into it right about the time that I quit watching it yep I mean, I I, I don't no. know why I said yep. I can't I can't guarantee <laughs> that's when you quit watching it. but yeah. I assume. JD's like, yeah, I was uh, I was looking through your bedroom window. <laughs> yeah. That's about. I remember that being about the right year. <laughs> I
0: was standing in the bushes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> in, in my in my moonwalker boots and leotard. That's what you get, Gabe. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. again, I, I think we're on par to have another vagina drying podcast. Uh, just yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't get much. You
0: don't get. I, I don't know. I mean, again. This stuff is insanely popular.
1: It is. And and we're going to get all into that in a little bit. Um but I, I, again, I think it it goes it really goes to show like the type of impact it had, you know, as a kid. I mean, we talked about, you know, with AJ like
3: mm-hmm. it was
1: something he turned to cuz his his professional sports weren't on, his his football no. wasn't on. His um wasn't on, and, and for me, I mean, it was definitely, you know, and, and you'll hear me say it a lot. It was the classic good versus evil, the bad guy, the yeah. heel, the face. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, it was all about like, I mean, it was it was fun to go home on like a a Monday night, and and like I would run past my parents' bedroom when they the lights would be off, and I would like take a blanket and I would throw it over the TV to hide all light from the TV. But then I created a sauna, so like I'd be sitting here watching like Monday Night Raw, like like sweating profusely (laughs) (laughs) as a little kid, just because I wanted to see. uh, I mean, what was going to happen? Was was the bad guy going to win? Was were the good guys going to make it? And that's
0: another thing is is as as I got older. It got it started getting raunchier. Did you, you know? Did you Holy that?
2: shit! You I know, mean, it, it used to be it used to be real squeaky clean. It it got almost to the point of soft core porn. Yeah, uh, yeah. And really, still today, you know, they grease the women up and have them go in there and do crazy stuff and you what's, know. What's what's
1: what's crazy stuff? And just say it
0: slowly.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I, I'm,
0: we're gonna need a little bit more more detail on yeah, yeah, it. yeah they just, get they get just short of the hustler club
1: <laughs> damn it he went a, nice like you kept it PG Mm-mm. um you're absolutely right though i mean it, it it went from what you said right back in the day just just about wrestling to entertainment to sports entertainment to to now this giant of uh, entertainment media or whatever we call it um it's kind of ridiculous now. Like, I remember an episode of Raw uh, a couple of years ago where they literally, like, advertised it as this celebrity or this superstar is going to have sex with this superstar. Yeah. On air. And I'm like... <laughs> all right, I'm like 20-something years old, but I yeah. might have to turn in to watch this shit, You know what I mean? Like, Because the chick, I mean, she was cute. So that's why you kept
4: coming back to wrestling. <laughs> yeah. It's like every couple of years, JD. would yeah. be like, Yeah, hmm. Every, every like,
1: time they
0: advertise,
2: maybe, maybe I should check and see if anyone's gotten banged on the air. <laughs> right. Well, you know, there, there's also, there's a direct correlation between porn and wrestling anyway, because what happens to most of the chicks from wrestling? They go, they go do Playboy. Porn. If they can't make it into Playboy, then they just go do straight porn. Mm-hmm. I mean, they put China... In Playboy, Jesus yeah. Christ, have that's you ever seen chick. a manlier chick ever? No. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like I, th- I think of that, and that's three times I think. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, we're 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 running a count on how many times JD says like <laughs> in the podcast.
1: I I will like out of context. I I will cut it back
0: <laughs> tremendously. I, I assure you. It, well. You know, last week when we were talking about uh, uh, last show—not in the last week, but uh, last uh, last show—we were talking about Voltron, and it was just a huge thing for you, and you were visibly shaking in excitement, like you you really, really, really wanted to do that show.
4: I kind of wish we were on a video show because it was rather humorous to watch JD oh, talk was. about Voltron.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, AJ, I got very excited about Voltron. See, you know, Voltron was like my childhood, like. Yeah.
4: Oh. You might and say you might say he got aroused by Voltron. I did. <laughs> I,
1: I lost my virginity to my right hand because yeah. of uh, Princess Alora. Oh yeah, it was glorious. glorious I, I have to admit, I have no idea what the hell that is. Yeah, now I feel like the nerd. <laughs> sorry. Wow.
0: So but we can't all be cool people yeah. and have grown up on you know professional wrestling. <laughs> right.
1: Huh. We could have spent our time watching wrestling. AJ. I yeah. am sorry. I picked Voltron. <laughs> Shut up. Hey,
2: look, I, I had to pick somewhere to learn my politics from, and when I saw Sergeant Slaughter fight the Iron Sheik. I knew that America <laughs> was the good guy. <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, no matter what. Oh man, that, that's just such
0: a that's such a fantastic sentence. When I saw Sergeant Slaughter fight the Iron Sheik, that's an album name. <laughs> yeah. we're gonna start a metal band and we're gonna name the, our uh, first album. Skullships Skull that. Ships of Dooms. First album. Yeah, Skull is- Ships of Planet Doom. First album is gonna be when Sergeant Slaughter fought the Iron. You- uh, what was it? The Iron
1: sheet. The Iron sheet. You realize, like when, when when this whole when we do our first season of this show, by the time it's over, we'll have a full discography of just like random snippets of shit that we hear throughout. <laughs> It'll be glorious. So we were talking about um, how things have changed over time, right? Like it went from just being about the actual quote unquote sport of wrestling to the actual entertainment side of it now, right? And and I think that we we watched a little bit of snippet before, we came down yeah. to record tonight, and it was, it was. I mean, you you like it's very like shiny and glitzy and glamour, yeah. and it's it's nothing about like what it was back then and, and talent and the
2: Bret Hart's and the. Yeah. Um, British bulldog. British bulldog. <laughs> oh, I forgot about British bulldog. Bastion booger. The the head shrinkers. You know the Andre the Giants of the world. Oh yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. It, it's exactly. It's a good point. And um, I mean, so did did that uh, it, it did. It, it's it just it was crazy to watch the evolution of it, and it happened so rapidly. Like, yeah. I remember as a kid, it was, you know. You, like I said, good guy, bad guy, and then the lines became a lot more blurred as the 90s progressed and the attitude era came about, and then Degeneration X, and then the New World Order, and it, and it really changed it. But it still was one of those things where you're like, holy shit, I've got to be home. I've got to, I've got to watch wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> well, the,
2: the the problem with it is the, the the reason I think it changed so much so quickly is because the oversaturation of the sports entertainment. You know, they were doing a, a Monday night show, a Saturday show, a Sunday show, you and know, now all a Thursday big show. All the news where all the real stuff happened. You know, and- they were spread these quote-unquote athletes, and, and, you know, they are athletes. Yeah, what they're they athletes. do takes athleticism, they're you not know. They're fighters, they're athletes. But, you know, they, they were pushing these guys so far, and you'll see, like, in Beyond the Mat, these guys go through grotesque injuries, and, you know, come back, you know, night after night after night, and they're doing this, and you've got to remember, they're touring all around the country. It's just like a band or, or anything else. Yeah. These guys are having to suit up, and sometimes it's not in front of a camera. Sometimes it's, you know, Peoria, Illinois, you know, yeah. Civic Center, you know, no one no one's gonna know about that. But they're killing themselves oh, you know, yeah. night after night and it just goes on and on and on, you know. So they had to break it down and, and, and start giving these guys speaking parts. You know, so now it's a soap opera, now you can have a guy come out with a microphone for fifteen minutes literally and talk about absolutely nothing. You know, me and Gabe tuned in last week and this guy comes out to tell us his name you know he spends After, 15 minutes oh, telling yeah. you a pronunciation never once did he call out a wrestler perform a wrestling move or anything he just came out doing the cha-cha and yeah, it, it, told us and his this name. Is, this is immediately following a solid 5 minute ballroom dancing segment <laughs> right because he no to, bullshit he had to choreograph his entrance all the way from the exit ramp you know into the ring you know yeah, it's doing the fandango it's, it's him and this chick doing a ballroom dance all the way out
0: in you know this big like five minute long dance number and then the chick he's dancing with vanishes like like she's gone no more camera time she was there solely so he would have a dance partner
2: <laughs> well, and to make him look a little more hetero, because uh, come on, that yeah. outfit wasn't doing him any justice.
1: <laughs> well, the fact that you his, 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 his name is Fandango. <laughs> it sounds. I want to order movie tickets from him. Is that not
4: a movie <laughs> ticket place? Is it sure, Fandango? Yeah. All right. Like, yeah. I feel I'm when I sure call him,
1: he should sit, send me movie tickets. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead. If you're listening, Fandango. Oh, yeah. I'm just curious. So we're talking about the, the evolution and how it changed, yeah. right? So we got AJ's perspective. I yeah. mean, Gabe, what's your thought on, on – uh, not necessarily – I don't want to yeah. know how it stacks yet, but I want to yeah. know, like, your thought on the evolution process. Well,
0: uh, you know, uh, I basically just go back to what I was saying earlier where, you know, uh, I watched it as a, as a very, very small kid, and I don't remember a lot about it. I – uh I watched it until I was about, eh, I don't know, 10, 12 years old, somewhere in there. And uh, at that point, I just I, – I don't know what took my attention away from it, but I, I just I, – I don't know. I lost interest in it. And uh, I mean, I was – again, I was a huge fan, but for whatever reason, I guess it just kind of grew out of it. Masturbation. You know? and, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you know, the the timelines do lock up. But <laughs> well, some somebody told
4: me once that uh, teenagers start to get uh, distracted by their their previous um, engagements, whether it's you know playing with GI Joes or watching yeah. wrestling. It was uh, from the fumes. It was car fumes and perfumes. So you know, it's a little bit a little bit of that,
0: I'm sure. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah. Now, as far as I mean, as far as how it changed, I don't know. Again, it was so far back, and I was into it for you know at such a young age, and for a relatively short period of time I didn't really notice a lot of change In the uh, You know In the The actual Well Let's go ahead and call it a sport <laughs> uh, Actually uh, By George Carlin's rules It couldn't be a sport Because there's no ball um, Well there,
4: there There's much. like four in every
0: ring Unless there's been an accident So <laughs> Or it's the women's
1: championship Gotcha yeah. Gotcha, ah.
0: gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, as far as the actual evolution of it, uh, I was into it for such a small window that, you know, apart from the games, I didn't really, I don't know, I didn't really see much of an evolution in the actual makeup of the show.
1: It was very interesting to to kind of see it progress. Being a being the younger fan that I came in as, you know, Hogan yeah. and and that, and then watching the Shawn Michaels, which Michaels was he. he He's a great entertainer, you know, and and what he did I think for that genre was he yeah, helped kind of, work a crowd. He, he he would actually he pushed the the sex appeal of the show. He mm-hmm. he he pushed like the he brought the women perspective into it. He brought in like a lot of lot of that, and it all helped. All, like, Pushed the whole genre, I think, forward yeah. in that direction. The Attitude Era, the, the New World Order, the, the Generation yeah. X, and the Rawlins War, and the Monday Night War. And, and, yeah. and it really pushed all that. I mean, a few. obviously, there was more than just him that contributed to that, you know, but he's just a name that stands out because he was like my favorite as a kid, you know, like I yeah. wanted Shawn Michaels to win. Yeah, long Yeah,
0: So that brings up another point. Uh, you know, top three, who were your favorites?
1: Oh, shit. Okay, so favorite all time wrestler? Starting with Jared. I didn't really watch as a kid, so yeah. I'll just go with Hulk Hogan, because that's the toy
4: that I used to play with, because that's what my cousins had. had it, was, so. it was probably a Hulk Herald, it wouldn't have a Hulk yeah. Hogan. <laughs> no, I remember, uh, I remember the, the shirt with the slits in the back and everything, so Hulk Hogan,
2: we'll just go
1: with that by default. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> AJ?
2: Uh... Well, I, I've got I've got two really. I, you I have three. Dis- oh I, no, yeah, top three. I, top okay, uh, Jared's
1: uh, just he doesn't count because he doesn't have he doesn't like.
2: Well, I have, have to I have to say the uh, <clears throat> the Ultimate Warrior mainly because he always looked like the most roided out freak that could ever walk the planet Earth, but. He's like a fucking genius or something. Like if if you do research on this guy, he's supposed to be like some super smart, you know, super intelligent like you could actually have a conversation with this guy. And and to me he always just looked like a caveman, like, you know, he goes to the bar and clubs the first drunk bitch in the head, just drags her back. You
3: know?
2: <laughs> But uh, it it was Ultimate Warrior, and, uh, you know, personally, I I thought one of the most racist wrestlers ever was Tatanka.
3: (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. Tatanka.
2: Because because we had to drag (laughs) the Native Americans into that. Because that's what they did. They put up ropes in the fields, and, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Did their tomahawk Tatanka. smash.
1: Your wealth of knowledge, sir,
2: is impressive. I, <laughs> I forgot Tanya. about Tatanka.
1: Oh, right, yeah. so so
0: we have... Now, I remember he was one of my favorites on the early video games. Yeah,
1: We have, we have Tatanka, and you've got the Ultimate Warrior, which, by yeah. the way, you get fucking like, props for both those because I, yeah. I didn't even think about those.
2: Right. And, and the other one would have to be uh, everyone's favorite wrestler. I mean, who else came in drinking beer in a pickup oh, yeah. truck besides Stone Cold Steve yeah. Yeah. Also, I thought the, we were the entrance would give you tingles. You know, he did have a pretty bad accent. I, I, right? I never got tangles from Steve Austin. Oh come on, the shattering <laughs> glass! Don't you
3: lie, gay. I see your beard twitching right
1: now.
0: <laughs> now uh, let's see who were. Uh, so, so you, uh, I, I palm Steve that Austin. question off on So, Steve Austin, Tatanka, and uh, what was the other one? The Ultimate Warrior. The Ultimate Warrior. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see, my favorite ones were. I, I had
2: a. Uh, I, I really dug Razor Ramon. A lot. Hey, uh the bad guy. Yeah. They hey, quick piece of information. He actually based that off Al Pacino and Scarface. Yeah. He, he, can, he, you can he tell went to it. Vince McMahon and completely uh ripped it off. I, mm-hmm. I watched a uh a documentary of sorts the bad guy on yeah. uh, Scott Hall uh aka Razor Ramon yeah. who is a very, very bad-off junkie right now. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's actually, we were, watching a, we were watching a terrible movie a couple of weeks ago. Was it Jimmy uh,
2: Insane Clown Posse's Big Money Rustlers.
0: Oh, yeah. It was awful. My
2: bad. That's right. If you want to uh, waste an hour and a half of your life, oh, get that on terrible. Netflix. <laughs>
1: What, uh, I, there's I, there's nothing that the insane clown posse could ever release that well, you, would ever you know they're
2: want be pro- to listen to it they, or what they are professional wrestlers themselves they have their own wrestling league called yeah. the juggalo championship wrestling <laughs> where they have such wrestlers as cactus Sack <laughs> <laughs> no shit i couldn't make that up no i uh, no, I,
0: I would hope not anyway so. the the reason we brought that up was uh uh razor Ramon plays a uh, plays a part in that's in
2: this movie, he's a narrator and he looks awful. Oh man. Oh, and, I feel bad for the guy. In the documentary I watched, they were paying this guy for appearances at uh, smaller When I say smaller venues. Is this, is this venues. Razor Ramon? Or? Razor Ramon, okay, yes. I, well, I, I, Scott Hall is his real name. Right, yeah. So now he just goes by Scott Don't you Hall. Lie to me, he will always well, they,
0: be Razor Ramon. <laughs> they
2: pay this guy to go into these small civic centers and town halls. I'm talking, you know, 200 seaters. You know, at best, with half the stands full, and uh, in one of his last appearances, they literally had to have two grown ass men on each side of him to carry his wasted ass to the ring, and they just paraded him around like like the corpse of Ronald Reagan or something, yeah. you know? Or like just,
4: FDR before everybody knew he was crippled,
2: right? Right.
4: <laughs> They'd actually, you know, no. But,
1: well,
4: or or or, okay. or the boy from the like Game
2: that.
1: of Thrones, Bran. I, yeah. I don't watch that show. <laughs> I've seen the first two I was seasons. just trying to give us something that was you know, modern yeah. that we could all grasp <laughs> <on> to.
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: back on topic, this, uh, I only gave Razor Ramon. He's got a good top three. Jared's got his one. Yeah.
0: yeah. Razor, <laughs> uh, Razor Ramon, Mick Foley was always one of my Mick favorites. Mick Foley. Uh, 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 Mankind. He had four or five different names.
1: He was, the, he was
0: the big crazy one. There's uh, a... The, uh, well, there's a shit then, th- uh, uh, and I can't believe this one hasn't popped up yet. Macho Man Randy Savage.
3: Oh man. yeah.
0: Rest oh, in peace. Yeah.
2: Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh yeah. Rest in peace, Macho Man. And, sad to see him go, man. Let's not forget he was in Spider Man, and it was fucking amazing.
1: Bone saws ready. May or <laughs> no, may not have hell. seen that. May or may not have seen that movie. <laughs> Which, which I think is funny because he played the exact same fucking character in that movie that he did in real life. Oh,
0: yeah. Bonesaw. <laughs> I just, Bonesaw.
1: Really, like real guttural.
4: Really?
0: You know? Um, all right. Oh, so. And, uh, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, Mankind, Razor Ramon, Macho Man.
1: All right, so... Your um, turn. I'm interested to see how our top three would fight each other and who would win. <laughs> okay, so I've got... My all-time favorite has got to be Shawn Michaels. Uh,
3: yeah.
1: Just grew up big fan of his. Um, loved him throughout, you know, uh, his DX era and, and all that. Even, you know, like when he'd pop back on, you know, the last decade or so, I'd just tune in to see what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then... uh, Oh, shit. I'm a huge Rock fan. Yeah? I think, I think The Rock is... Is one of the reasons wrestling is as big as it is today. Yeah.
0: he's a hell of an actor.
4: I was about to say he's actually, I don't. I don't. I never paid attention to him while he wrestled, but he's actually yeah. a really good actor. Like I don't mm-hmm. like his kids movies, but they're. I mean, he's a decent actor. I just think it's yeah, really I, I weird think to he's, see him as a kid in a kid movie.
1: He's. He's. Great. he's he, he. I mean, like his moniker or, or whatever. He's like the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Like you, you fuck Yeah. It you're. Like when I when you step on the ring or you're in something like mm-hmm. if you've got my attention, dude. Like you know what's up. Let's hear it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Shawn Michaels, The Rock, and, ooh, shit. Like, oh, I'm going to,
0: by the way, I'm going to have to switch one out on my top three. There's one that I can. forgot Dude, about. Dude, it's not a tag that, match. No, no, nah, nah, there's, there's one I forgot about that definitely takes
1: the, uh, takes All right, the top so, spot, but continue. Oh, man, um.
4: Is that a tease that you just did? Is yeah, that what yeah, that is? Yeah, yeah, well, that's what like, it was. <laughs> and after the break, I'm going to change out one of my top three.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how we roll here. Shit, so if I had to choose my three, uh. Oh, man, it's a really tough call. Um, you already said The Rock. I got The Rock. I got uh, I got Michaels. I would. I'm, yeah. I'm leaning toward Triple H. Maybe yeah. the Cerebral Assassin. You know. Yeah. Uh, He's definitely, like, paid his dues. Uh, listen, let yeah. me talk about, like, I know this little yeah. bitch.
0: Hunter Hearst uh, But,
1: I mean, he came back in in the early days of wrestling when it was, mm. you know, about the sport. And then he just found a way to make it work for him and stuck yeah. with it throughout. I yeah. find it interesting, though, that the only one of us who says Hulk Hogan was the only guy who doesn't know
0: anything yeah. about <laughs> Right. <Yeah. laughs>
3: well,
1: it's just, you know,
0: it, it seems like the obvious choice. And, it's, and it is because he's insanely popular. Right, but so it always Rock. has been.
2: Yeah, but but I, ha- yeah. I have to say this: Hulk Hogan had the gayest finishing move of all time. Oh, it was yeah. the weakest See, even, leg drop. I don't even ever. know what that is. So, is that yeah. what he usually finishes? But, yeah, off? he okay. would bounce off the rope one time and, and drop his thigh okay. across your throat yep. without it ever making a connection. I thought and it was a have... bedroom move, but you know, yeah. whatever.
1: <laughs> it, 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 hey, it, he got two kids out of that finishing yeah. <laughs> move. And you know,
0: and with a name like the Atomic Leg Drop, I mean, of course, you're gonna get a couple of kids out of that. Exactly. Uh, so what I was, uh, what I was, I've, I've got to change one. Uh, I'm taking Razor Ramon off and I'm putting in the best there is the best there, uh, (laughs) the best there is the best there was and the best there ever will be Brett, the Hitman (laughs) heart silence.
1: (laughs) Yep. No, no, it it was, it, it it was a good choice. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it's funny. I mean,
0: Razor Ramon, Ramon sparked more of a conversation, but hey, I was I was big on Bret Hart.
1: Actually. Nobody talked
2: about like you know the, the Goldberg or yeah. For, Cena or any. Well, of these guys things. were all later. You know, the yeah. Go, Goldberg came in as the anti Stone Cold. He was the WCW's answer to Stone Cold. Look, same tights, yeah. bald head, you know, goatee. Yeah, you know, same guy, <laughs> and, and he was cool, but you See, know, John
0: Cena always struck me as kind of. A stone cold clone
2: what mm. Is, he's you know, like malibu's most wanted <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, this, i mean like he would he would wrestle in jeans and he would drink beer and i've never seen i don't John know Steve maybe not i don't know again i'm not that familiar. i don't know what type of
1: dreams you have but like, <laughs> <laughs> you might want to check those before we okay go. um and Gabe's to Jared. he's like
4: yeah i used to drink beer and Wrestling jeans and I really didn't watch anything, so I don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Hulk Hogan. Okay. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I stand corrected.
1: So we're getting ready to head into our commercial break, right? Before yep. we do, I think we should do a little contest, you know, and, and, and kind of test our, our wrestling chops. Is anybody are we are we ready uh, for that? I I know what you're going for it. I I man, I don't. I, I'm
0: gonna do it, and I'm gonna embarrass myself. No, to no, I mean,
1: what if, what if we just change the rules and, like, right now you got to cut like a 10-second promo, you know, about like, you know, you beating my ass or AJ beating your ass, or, <laughs> right? You know, or, or we could just go with the like, who could lay, who who can say the, you know, oh
0: well, do you well smell before the rocket's before we cooking? do that, we have to we have to give each other wrestler names, right? Oh
1: shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, well, yeah.
0: You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna do if we're gonna do a promo where we're threatening to kick the shit out of each other then we have to know what to call each other right this is
1: true this is true
0: all right uh, did you already come up with I,
1: one i i am uh i am uh <laughs> the dangerous no no that doesn't work <laughs> no no all right, uh, Do
4: you do want to time out and think of them and then come back
1: uh, i've got one i've got mine as well then i'll just Damn. go with uh dangerous john all right i'll What's got yours? One.
4: it'll be all right it'll
1: be dangerous john this. debut and, <laughs> yeah uh bulldog Budlong. long why not <laughs> bulldog <laughs> nice <laughs> Come on
4: on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I haven't recorded yet. So, you ready? Okay.
1: So, I'd have to go with Dangerous John Depew. <laughs> Grizzly Willis. That's good. I like that.
2: I'd, I'd have to say, uh, I used to have long hair, and people used to compare me to uh, the Lord of the Rings. So, I'd have to go with T Baggins.
4: T Baggins. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Too good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: And we already know what your finishing move would be. Yeah. Oh, that's right.
1: Oh, man. Uh, All right, uh, what about you, Mr. Mix? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop two Baggins.
4: That's too freaking good. That's, that's oh, a good that's one. That's great. Uh, I'd have to go with uh, Budlong Bulldog is probably what I'd go with. Somewhere, uh, Bulldog,
0: Bulldog, Budlong. Bulldog, Budlong. Bulldog, Budlong. you got to swap
4: it up. We'll do that.
1: Or just right. Bulldog. We could do either way. Well, no, Bulldog's taken. By Davy Boy Jones. My bad. I don't watch wrestling. I don't know these things. <laughs> <laughs> Put Bulldog, but Bulldog Budlow. It's good. Or but- Which, but-
0: which you know, Bulldog there. The all of these all of these could technically be porn names
2: too. Yeah, yeah, mine also doubles as my point.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> really? Tea baggins? Tea baggins brings the pain.
1: I was very, I was craving some green tea, but now
2: I yeah, just think no, it's overrated. It. <laughs> All right,
1: so are you ready to cut the promo? Or, All right, or, or, or? Uh, we'll, we'll we'll give it a shot. I didn't I didn't write anything. You know, I don't I don't have a script. Uh, you know Whoa! What, what you say? Script and wrestling like it's not like they're one and the same thing. Am I? <laughs> am I missing something? Whoa! whoa are you trying <laughs> to ruin wrestling? my childhood memories here? Scripts and wrestling. Are you telling me there's some shenanigans afoot?
0: <laughs> I call shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so who am I fighting? Am I fighting? Uh, it's your uh,
1: choice, dude.
0: Uh, uh, no, I, I think it should be. I think it should be pitched. Uh, I, uh, one, one of you guys volunteer. Who's, who's the matchmaker? Uh, okay, fine. If I got to choose, let's do uh, just because I want to say tea baggins Tea baggins is coming for <laughs> you. T- boy. you
1: <laughs> he was my rival for this show. Oh,
0: uh, uh, you know, no, I, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll switch it. Well, I'll do you. You can do him.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not doing anybody. <laughs> JD, you can do tea baggins uh, so yeah. You can do T-Baggins. <laughs> I get I tea baggins all <laughs> to myself. This Saturday at Raw, Grizzly Willis
0: is going to show you what the bear's about.
3: <laughs>
0: actually, I, Dangerous John Depew, you don't know what's coming for you. I, I, I think that's as much as I got, man. That's, I don't know. Without, without, <laughs> uh, without actually writing it, that's the, the first thing that comes off the top of my head, man.
1: I like how you went kind of like macho man. Like, yeah, you know, like a something. little bit. You know, grizzly
2: yeah. character. So, it, is it is it is it standard practice to talk to talk about ourselves in the third person? Oh God, yeah, that's what we do. Oh, it's, you in it's Oh, that's gonna make it. mine better. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. So, all right. So, I'm fighting you, and then you get to fight the the mix master here, and then he oh, gets yeah. to you know he gets to do whoever he wants. You get it. You get <laughs> yeah. a, You get a doing liberty, Jared. All right. <clears throat> so let me. Uh, yeah, yeah. This was a little feel on the spot doing yeah, this. No, right? A little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like
0: I wish I wish I had prepared this. This All was right. this was a last-minute edition. It is. This night, on Monday night, I will come to you tea baggins, and I will show you what it really feels like to be teabagged. after I stomp your ever-loving teabagging head into the ground. I'm gonna give you a taste
2: of what J D is brewing, and that's dangerous tea baggins. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that
4: ahead of time? No. Oh wow, <laughs>
1: that was good.
4: It's like you've done improv
1: or something. I don't know. <laughs> and that's and then I'm done. I'm not. I can't host the rest of the show. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, we ready for T-Baggin's? I guess that's on me <laughs> tonight on Thursday Night SmackDown. T-Baggin's is gonna drop a bomb on the Bulldog. You better keep your mouth shut because I'm gonna <laughs> feel it. <laughs>
3: You better keep your mouth <laughs> shut Because T-Baggins is
0: coming for you <laughs>
3: One
2: of the one of the best lines I ever heard In a movie was from uh, Zach and Mary make a porno And they're in this bar And this gay porn star Who's played by Justin Long Says uh If you don't shut your mouth I'm gonna stick my dick in it <laughs> And it just resonated For the T-Baggins It's like it should be there Oh man that's great <laughs> I feel like, man, I have
1: been so thoroughly upstaged. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure his promo is cut, right? So... (laughs) I do believe you know Jared the Bulldog owes us a promo. Yes, yes, for our upcoming main event. I heard there's a little bit of smack talk going down
4: this last week and I figured I'd take all three of you on. I'm gonna live dangerously. I'm gonna take you out, Mr. DePew, and then I'm gonna take the grizzly and make him eat tea baggins off. We're gonna take <laughs> him down. I'll show you what you put in somebody's <laughs> mouth, boy. I'll take you down this Sunday night. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs>
1: Wow, that was, that was great! I feel like we all should have waited a little bit for that one. Damn, I'm I'm a I'm a little uh, a little blown away by that one. We need to uh, we need to pay our bills, as they say. Yeah, so please listen up, enjoy some words from our sponsors, and uh, we'll see y'all soon.
4: This GeekIO Network podcast is brought to you in part by Squarespace. The best place to find e-commerce, content management, and website hosting all in one place. With some of the lowest prices around. To start your free trial today, go to www.geek-io.com squarespace. And buy Tweaked Audio. They've got seven great styles. They've got seven great colors. Well, technically six. And then they have wood. I don't call that a color. Maybe you do. Mic'd and non mic versions. They're designed to sound great for music and talk, like podcasts. Engineered for durability, they've got a noise-reducing design, compatible with iPods, iPhones, Android devices, and all MP3 players and most phones. Don't forget, you get one-third off of your order. That's right, you get 30% off. Just use the discount code GEEK. Oh, and one more thing. They've got free shipping. Find them at www.geek-io.com slash tweaked. Welcome back to How It Stacks.
0: My name is Willis. I'm Dangerous John! Or JD. <laughs> Grizzly Willis. And... With us today is our uh, our special guest T Baggins, Mr. AJ Knowles. T Baggins. <laughs> and then we, T Baggins is coming for you. And, we, and then we can't forget about the Bulldog. Oh, yes. Budlong. Bulldog Budlong. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're now that we're in the second half of the show, uh, we we spent a lot of time talking about the childhood experience of of professional wrestling. Oh yeah. Let's let's go on and make a point. We're not talking about wrestling. We're talking about wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Uh, so we we talked about our childhood experience with wrestling. Now we get to talk about the adulthood experience. Uh, you know, of going back and watching it now. We're not getting into how it stacks just yet, but things like you know what what aspects of sports entertainment do you like now?
1: Okay. The first thing that stands out the most to me is the intro music, right? I feel that I should have a goddamn theme song <laughs> everywhere I go, and it and it can change depending upon my mood, sure. But I feel that when I enter a room, me, I deserve an intro song. You want fire and lights, like and music I, with, I with want, a smoke machine. Oh, I, yeah, I want, I want fucking pyrotechnics <laughs> when I walk into a room. It could be my bathroom. I don't give a shit. I just want something explode. <laughs>
0: You know that sounds like such a great idea in theory. Think about how awful that would right. be in everyday life. Imagine
1: the cleanup every up. time
0: you every time you enter a room, an explosion, a bunch of <laughs> confetti, and all kinds of crazy shit starts flying everywhere. Right. I have a Lights young one. and smoke and I come home late from work. Cheesy 80s
1: rock. Honey, I'm home. You're like, oh fuck, kids awake, but everybody knows I'm home. Um, but yeah, intro music. I mean, it just, it was one of those cool things that when, when the, uh, performer or wrestler would come, Mm. would come down or I mean, even when it would queue up, there'd be shit going on in the, in the ring and you'd hear like Stone Cold's music blare on and you're like, holy shit, it's going to hit the fan. And then like, out comes Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, running down to the ring with a beer or, or whatever. But it was yeah. just—it's one of those cool things that just made it unique and and kind of special. Was was the intro music? You yeah. know, every every artist or not artist, but every performer had their own song. Um, some changed all the time. Like I, I'm pretty sure the game has five different themes he's used over his career, mm-hmm. which is a lot considering
2: Stone Cold had one, maybe yeah, two. But I but I have to point out the game has went to great lengths to have the greatest music ever, because what did he do? He sought out Motorhead. Lemmy from Motorhead to do his intro, and where it's not the greatest Motorhead song ever written, you w- know, the fact w- the that you can go to Lemmy and be like, I want you to be my intro to the sports entertainment world, That that's fucking awesome. By the way, yeah.
0: quick question, who would win in a fight, Lemmy or God? Uh, that's a trick question, Lemmy is God. <sighs> yeah at some point we're gonna have to do airheads oh hell yeah
2: oh yeah you could do a whole episode on steve buscemi yeah yeah that'd be cool anyway back on topic
1: you know i mentioned one of my favorite things you know uh was the intro music a.j i mean what what was one of your favorite things as an adult as an
2: adult the whores <laughs>
1: yeah, I got it. Is that uh, T
2: Baggins or I is can,
1: that AJ? I don't know.
2: Well, we're one and the same, yeah. sir.
1: I think if the it's whores were around, there would be T Baggins. He never
2: breaks character. Yeah, kayfabe, kayfabe, man. T Baggins doesn't drop the ball. <laughs> I, I have
1: to interject because you made a, a, an awesome point just by mm. mentioning the word kayfabe. Or is yeah. it kayf- how, I don't know. Point? I
0: assumed it was kayfabe.
1: K A Y F A B E. It's. it's the, what the wrestlers, it's a term the wrestlers use to always stay in character. And it's like K-5 or always. K-fit, right? Broken they, bones. There's a, an yeah. awesome example of that where Brett the Hitman Heart is on the outside of the ring on the ropes. And he gets shoulder blocked and he falls onto the barricade. And it like cracks his sternum and he can't breathe. Like punctures a lot. I mean it was just a terrible injury. Because of like the laws of wrestling and the physics or whatever you wanted to call it he never broke character once and because who is he's uh, Brett the oh, oh yeah yeah your yeah, favorite wrestler
2: There's yes. a th- there's yeah, very yeah. few instances of them uh breaking character but uh and, and I forget who it was but uh there was a group of wrestlers that uh called themselves the click and it wasn't it wasn't a wrestling thing. It was you know the guys backstage. You're not and talking the, about
1: Shawn Michaels. Well, the the H, click. Yeah, the Kevin click Nash, was uh,
2: you know Triple H, Scott Hall, one, two, three and, kid. you know mm-hmm. all them one two three kid, Lightning Kid, Six Six I pac, X whatever the hell you want to call him. Fifteen you know? different names. But these guys point. were really really tight. And I forget which one of them was leaving the organization for good. I want to say it was Kevin Nash or was, or somebody because him and Scott Hall left at the same time. And uh, uh, Triple H at the time, who was going Hunter Hurst Helmsley and uh, Shawn Michaels, actually broke character for the last match of their buddy and, you know, congratulated him in the ring, even though the other guy was supposed to be the heel and they were the hero. You know, they, they broke character. And, you know, that's cool. You know, they were showing respect for, you know, what the guy had done, you know, for the sport and was moving on to a new thing. But, you know, every once in a while they'll break character, but not much. Right. Yeah. I remember uh,
1: that show, by the way. It was an awesome episode. It was, uh, like you said, it was it was the click, which was Nash, Hall, Michaels, and Triple H, and they all broke character. Was you know to to wish I think Hall and Nash. That's when they left and created the NWO in
2: um, WCW. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They actually left Raw and then immediately kind of went in and did that, and it just became yeah. Huge. And,
2: and like still yeah. to this day, those guys are supposed to you know still be tight, you know, with the you know some of the guys, you know, X-Pac or whatever you want to call him and uh, Scott Hall have both had, you know, numerous drug issues and you know, they've been in and out of rehab, you know, but these guys stay tight and you know, have each other's backs and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Now, uh I I was actually, yeah, you brought up the point about uh about
0: the injury that Brett uh that uh that uh Hitman Hart had, it actually made number 5 in a a cracked article that I was looking at for research for this. uh, It's called Five Reasons Pro Wrestlers Are the Best Actors in the World by John Cheese. And number five was about the incident you were talking about. It was – I'm just going to quote some of it. Uh, In the 90s, uh, Bret Hart was working a match against an opponent who went by the hopefully fake name of Dino Bravo.
1: At one, shit, point, Dino, Bravo.
0: at one point, Dino was supposed to bump Brett off the side of the ring and into the steel railing. It's one of those wrestling moves that looks like it'd leave you in the hospital, but if you know what you're doing, you're fine. Hart had done this many times before. Uh, Bravo bumped Hart a little too hard, sending him off balance. When he landed on the railing, he broke his sternum and most of his ribs. So, kayfabe, he couldn't break character, even though... He was he was basically fighting
2: to breathe.
3: Yeah.
2: And you know, and Bret-, Bret Hart was he he was he was so committed to not breaking character yeah. that you know him and Vince McMahon had a really tumultuous relationship where you know toward the end of it they really didn't like each other. And I want to say it was in a match against Shawn Michaels or somebody like that. It was. Bret Hart you know. was supposed to yeah. win. Yeah. But McMahon went to the other guy and said, "You're winning the title tonight." Unknown to Bret Hart, they wrestled the whole match, Bret Hart thinking he's going to win, and the other guy wouldn't lose. Yeah. you know and they he had to stay in character the whole time and eventually had to take the pin because it wasn't playing out the way it was supposed to yeah so he and got it, screwed on live television yeah. without anybody ever knowing it you know it's like the you know the wrestling rules outside of wrestling you know you never know what's going to happen
1: it was the uh, it's the Montre- yeah the Montreal screw job is what it was it was where Brett was was leaving like you said he was leaving the show he was going to go to WCW and oh he uh, had pissed off, like he got, like it was like you said, that they were just pissed off at each other, and it was because Brett wasn't willing to work it, you know, like he was supposed to, like he wasn't cooperating with the yeah. system, he wasn't doing what's good for the business, it was just what was good for Brett. Uh, and so like, um Vince pulled Hunter and Michaels aside and goes, Hey, this dude's not playing business and I think in the interview Hunter stands up and goes, Well fuck him. If he can't if he's not gonna do business, then he's not gonna do business. Which at that point in time they had came up with a screw job, which is like you said, where it wasn't going Brett's way, they put him in the you know, the finishing move or whatever, and then Vince ordered the ringing of the bell, which gave Sean the title and which you know, I think you remember quite clearly where he destroys the entire stage, and Brett storms off and goes backstage and punches McMahon in the right. face.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, it was yeah like yeah, you every
2: said. every once in a while, real life bleeds through. You know, because sometimes yeah. you know, and McMahon's always kind of seemed like a snake in the grass to yeah. me. You know, I I don't know the man personally, but you know, <laughs> he's basically on the level of a Larry Flint because he peddles smut for a living.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, that's a very. Yeah. <laughs> Damn good way to look at what he does. Yeah. I mean, it's it's accurate.
2: I mean, what I mean, a solid I mean, point. Do you want your kids to grow up and, and watch what is now sports entertainment and idolize anyone that's in this industry?
1: Are we talking about The Rock coming back, or no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, It's actually it's a good question, and I I will elaborate on it once we get to uh, to actually talking about if does it hold the test of time.
3: Yeah.
1: because um, I do have some insight on that that I think it, uh, is you know this would definitely affects my opinion of it now.
0: Another uh, another good example of kayfabe. I was actually watching uh, <coughs> watching the YouTube video this uh, video of this earlier. And I watched an interview with the guy afterward. Uh, there was a a reality show called Tough Enough.
1: Oh shit, I remember Tough Enough.
0: Yeah, it was it was basically a reality show to see who uh, you know to whoever won the show was supposed to get a WWE contract.
1: Maven was the guy who won the first one, and he and disappeared. look where he the guy.
0: At you know, right? uh, this is a good uh, another good example of kayfabe. At one point, uh, Kurt Angle was doing a was doing a fight, and he called out all these guys from the show, and just you know whoever came up. Whoever came up was supposed to, you know, was supposed to fight Kurt Angle. No, (laughs) fight in quotes. Uh, The only rule was they couldn't strike. It was strictly grappling. This guy was actually a mixed martial arts fighter. He was uh, uh, was a guy named Daniel Pewter, P-U-D-E-R. And the match lasted about 20 seconds before uh, the MMA fighter wrapped. Kurt uh, ...wrapped Kurt Angle's arm up in a, an arm lock called a Kimura. It's actually a really dangerous arm
1: lock. Yeah, you I'm fam- can I mean, I'm not familiar somebody. with it. I, I, yeah, I've seen all some UFC fights and have some friends that talked about he, it.
0: He locked Kurt Angle in a very real jujitsu hold that was, you know, that he could have snapped... He could have snapped tendons, snapped bones. Anyway, the uh, the uh, the refs realized what was happening, that, you know, that he was about to get his arm broken... But he had fallen on top of Pewter. So luckily, they just both, the, both of the refs just hit the mat and counted one, two, three real fast just to, you know, to get it over with, make it look like he won so that anyone who didn't know what a Kimura looked like, you know, all they saw was him on top of, you know, I mean, Kurt Angle on top of this other guy.
1: Yeah. Well, he won by pin.
0: Yeah. And, uh, but as soon as, as soon as he gets up, man, the, the hate and the anger, In Kurt Angle's face is not in character. He's, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, he's kind of a dick, sure. But, (laughs) but uh, he, when he gets up and he's talking to this guy who just put him in a very real arm lock, Kurt Angle knows what it is, because remember, he, he did win the gold medal in the Olympics in wrestling. He is a very real wrestler.
1: Yeah, him and – I don't know if you guys remember Ken Shamrock.
2: Oh, yeah. 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 Ken Ken Shamrock started out in the UFC, and then he took his UFC shtick into the WWF. And one of the matches that he brought in, and I don't think they've done since, was they they actually created an octagon and put it up near the entrance ramp for one of the pay-per-views. And they had what they called – I believe it was a Lion's Den match. Which was his MMA team was called the Lions Den, and uh, he fought somebody, and you know they used the uh, the Ultimate Fighter thing for a little while, but uh, it, it didn't go over too well, because even in wrestling, an ankle lock is pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that was that was his signature move, that was and that, his finisher. And, and honestly, even when he left wrestling and went back to the UFC, oh, he no, still tried. We're talking tried about, to pull we're talking that about move. Shamrock, or are we talking
0: about ankle? But Shamrock. Oh, okay. No, well, uh, Kurt Angle's
2: uh, finisher it's, it's was an the
0: angle ankle lock. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, but I think it's it's a it's an interesting point, and, and it's a little off topic, but we have an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, Kurt Angle. We have a UFC fighter, Ken right. Shamrock. We have Brock Lesnar. Yeah, another world champion UFC fighter who, who
2: was uh, also an NCAA uh, wrestler, yeah. wrestling champion. Like he was actually yeah. had a pedigree in actual wrestling, uh, wrestling.
1: Yeah, Sh- Shelton. Benjamin, I think, was the guy's name. He was another
2: wrestler. Uh, there was, was a, a uh,
0: Bobby Lashley was supposed to be going into now. Bobby uh, Lashley MMA. has already
2: fought his first MMA fight, as well as uh, Dave Batista has gone oh. into uh, MMA. a MMA. is, is that where Batista went? That's what. That's where Batista went, and it it took them a couple of years to find him an opponent because. All these older guys are coming in, and they had this uh, organization called Strike Force, which was an MMA organization. And they started taking in all comers at one point, and Herschel Walker, the old Georgia running back, you know, he came in and fought, you know. And then they had Bobby Lashley and and, uh, Batista as uh, two of their bell cows for a while, but then it just didn't quite pan out because, I mean, these guys are big and strong, and they understand wrestling, but, you know… MMA is a whole different topic. Oh yeah, of you course. Course. yeah. Y- You've got to be really skilled to get into that. So ask Brock Lesnar. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> now he's
2: back in
0: the wrestling. But hey, it- you know he was hell. He was a hell of a fighter though. He won. Well, I, he won a couple of fights. He only fought like I don't know how many fights did he have in the UFC? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I was just you know I'm dragging out the uh, I'm dragging out the UFC bit too long, but. Especially when you've got someone like Brock Lesnar, who was such a big thing in WWE and in UFC. It's
1: j- so. it's just mind blowing. I think that that these t- calibers of of athletes, and we're and we're not talking you know sports entertainment athletes. We're talking bona athletes. fide medal winning championship yeah. status athletes. And, and it and it, go, it says a lot for the actual entertainment industry or or, or the WWE that these type of talent. Was drawn to this. Now, granted, I mean, there's not really much further you can go after winning a gold medal in wrestling. You know, I, yeah. I'm not sure of a something that's past that or something to do. I mean, that's a, a, a an achievement in itself. But to go to be drawn to, to the sports entertainment world, is just it's just mind blowing.
2: Oh yeah. And, yeah, and you know, a lot of these, you know ex-football players you know when they get out of football with enough stamina left to do anything else they'll go into wrestling you know goldberg was a uh, football player the rock was actually on a uh, national championship winning miami hurricanes team though really? he did not play he warren rode the bench Sap oh.
1: was it sap who got in front of him warren sap or was it i can't think of the uh the it was a big name perform. it was a big name um like defensive linemen who who replaced the Rock, they would battle for position during practice. Yeah, and yeah.
2: the Rock just wasn't quite able to do it. And, you know, Brock Lesnar actually played a season, uh, I think he actually made it into the regular season, for the Minnesota Vikings. And as big and strong and athletic as he was, you know, it, it goes to show that just because you're big, strong, and fast, and just freakish, you know, you're not necessarily going to make it in a different sport. You know, when it came to football, he couldn't block for shit. You know, but he could pick a guy up and slam him, you know. Yeah,
1: it's two different beasts, you're absolutely right. So, you you mentioned the K and and how crazy these guys stay in character, right? And as yeah. an adult you can see that. As a young kid, yeah. you don't understand what's going on. You're just like, Holy shit, this guy's taking a beating and he's just you know, he's yeah. you know, wow, right? Um you know also one thing else i think we can think about now as we're a little older is like some of the ratings and 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 the money this thing yeah. has generated i mean aj you had an amazing point earlier tonight um prior to the show where you were talking about you know the type of revenue this thing generated do you still have those stats on you
2: ah uh, not in front of me right this second but
1: yeah, I mean, go, if you wanted to go pull them up, but it, yeah. it's 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 crazy to think about. It's not just a, a sport. It's not just something to watch any, anymore. This is an actual bona fide business.
2: Oh yeah, and it has been for yeah. decades. Oh, I it's, mean, it's worldwide entertainment. I mean, you got to remember these guys don't just do it in the United States. Yeah. you know, they take it over to England, Germany, yeah. Japan. So this isn't like
4: baseball where the uh, World Championship is just U.S. U.S. No. baseball teams.
2: No, I mean that's why. I mean, right. <laughs> and and you know, some of these organizations actually broke it down. You'd have world world heavyweight champion then you'd have u.s heavyweight champion or european intercontinental champion or whatever and they'd break it down into divisions you know i
1: did like that about wcw how it had like the usa champion the european championship and then the world heavyweight championship Mm. i think raw had the intercontinental the wwf or wwe Mm. and then the tag and all
2: that right oh yeah and I I've got my stats in front of me now. The uh, the operating revenue of the WWE in 2013 659.33 million dollars. What what's the website that's on? Yeah, I'm getting it straight from Wiki. Okay. Uh, Total assets, uh, $3.372 billion. Total equity, $2.208 billion. Jesus. A profit of $99 million. Now, these are the 2013 statistics. I don't know if that is from January until present. On on the stats, if so, that would be fucking insane. It could
4: be, it could be fiscal 2013, which would be technically last year. Right, so. but, but, mm. that, that's what I'm thinking. But, yeah.
2: with, to, the, with an operating in LA, income, I mean, their operating income is only 138 million dollars, with their assets being 3.3 3 billion.
1: I, I I find one of those facts just mind blowing. Right, we we all have some type of business that we're a part yeah. of. Um, but you know, to 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 net a straight profit of 99 million dollars. Mm-hmm. And, and let's just clarify for those who don't understand what profit means. But I mean, that's yeah. you've paid your power bill, you've you, you paid your talent, or, or your or your worker bees, yeah. you've advertised, you've done all, you've all your overhead costs are paid for. Yeah. So that you're going to take $99 million and put that shit in the bank to save it for a rainy day. That's huge. Now is that
0: is that just on the broadcast and the pay-per-views and stuff or are we, we oh, bringing man, in toys it's, and it's video far games? It's far-reaching.
3: Yes. It's going
2: to be all okay. merchandising, you know, clothes, yeah. you know, videos and DVDs of their pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still getting people to pay $30, $40 a pay-per-view. Oh, you know, I mean, they and the absolutely- 30 cents
4: I give them to watch the movie on Netflix.
1: <laughs> right, right. I mean, <laughs> They're
2: absolutely killing it in merchandising, you know, and so many kids' toys. Which, and it, it, it it's just it just blows
1: my mind that that's the type of juggernaut that is. We talked about ratings a little bit as well, and and i I've I strongly remember this form of entertainment competing with football, Monday yeah. Night Football. Do you? I mean, do you, we all, we talk about the Monday Night Wars between WCW and WWF, but yeah. do we also talk about? But
0: between The ratings were between Raw and Monday Night oh, Football. Oh
1: shit, I I I strongly fucking remember them actually coming on stage and going, Hey, guess what, I just want y'all to know, appreciate y'all tuning in. Last week we beat Monday Night Football.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I'd have to say, if they beat Monday Night Football... It's probably because your I, Saints were playing? Th- oh... <laughs> Before Drew Brees, it, it could be possible. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you got to remember uh, football is America's pastime. I mean, they say baseball is, but fuck baseball. Come on, let's be honest. Uh, the. the the WWE could never compete with with a Monday Night Football on a regular basis because right. football is far reaching. You know, it's something that you can send your kids to college to do. You know, if or your wrestling. kid wants to be a professional wrestler, you know, you're not gonna, they're not gonna get a, a scholarship from Stanford or, or the University of Alabama or, or anybody. You know, for wrestling. You I know? Just, yeah,
1: I wouldn't advertise it. I'd be like, I'm here for school, and I'd be <laughs> like, well,
2: you,
4: might why you, ra- re- you might get a scholarship from PBR. Yeah. Well, or PB, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, PBR, yeah, passable. Yeah,
1: I, but you make a good point. I mean, and these are the rare rare occasions when when the when those ratings would would lean toward the WWE side of things. But it, it goes to show the type of draw that the show had, especially around the Austin era, especially around the Attitude, um, the DX, the uh, NWO. We talked a lot yeah. about about all of those, but it, it just again, I mean, this is something that's that was it's it just became such a juggernaut and a beast. So, I mean, it kind of begs the question. How does it stack
0: well as as far as as far as how it stacks, before I give my 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 real verdict man and this is this is the one thing the only thing that I can come up with that w w e has in common with our last show's topic Voltron yeah man the act the the voice acting is just terrible. Oh, it's awful. What? Nine. You telling me? The you voice slept I... with Lita? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I, it just, it's its so bad. Like, just everything is so expository. You know what I mean? You you have to, everything is just a, a straight up, this is what's happening right now. You can see it happening, but I'm going to say it anyway.
4: Well, it's almost like um, old time radio. Yeah. where you you had no visual, so they had to describe what was going on. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take the knife from you. And then, <clears throat> like, because you're listening to the radio, that's yeah. all you have to go on. You can't just make sounds of biffs and bashes yeah. and, and, and swooshes. You have to describe what's going on. But for some reason, they decide to do that anyway, yeah. even though it's wrestling and you can see it on TV.
2: Yeah. I'm going to
1: take my foot, turn that song bitch sideways,
0: and stick it straight up your candy ass.
2: But, but first you have to shine it up. Oh, oh I, I
0: forgot about that part. Shit. Uh, but uh the uh yeah so the, the 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 way they do their dialogue is just to me as as an adult it's just atrocious it's terrible and I, again i got a lot of respect for these guys they never break character you know we going back to k fame but uh well i mean i as far as uh, go even
4: ahead. even not just not just not breaking character like i um i watched the one of the matches between Hulk Hogan, and Andre the Giant. And I couldn't even attempt to lift Andre the, Andre the Giant over my head. Oh, God, no. And, I mean, I'm, Hulk did it with a little bit of a little bit of help. I mean, it mm. was, obviously, it's partially acting, so Andre was yeah. giving a boost. But the dude still weighed almost 500 pounds.
2: Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And an interesting fact about that match is that when Andre the Giant was on top, they let him have the championship for so long, and they put him up against Hulk Hogan in the title match. Well, Vince McMahon... Nor anyone in the world knew if Andre the Giant was going to lose the title or not, because he was such a proud guy and such a nice guy and a staple in the sport. He was on his way out because of his gigantism, you know he was he was dying a slow, painful death, you know, and even even Vince McMahon said when that match started. Nobody in the arena knew who was going to win. Right. You know, because the only person that could know was Andre, was he going to let Hulk slam him like that? You know, right. was he going to take the pin or was he going to throw him clear across the arena? Right. And you know, luckily for for everybody, I guess, you know, uh Andre decided, you know, he was going to go with the script that night and and allowed it to happen and helped him cuz his body had deteriorated. Uh, you know, so bad at that point that he he couldn't stand to wrestle anymore. His back was killing him, you know. And uh... well, there
4: was a point where in the middle of the match, uh, I don't remember it was McMahon or what is the other dude's? Oh, he's such a horrible name, but everybody. He's one of the other announcers. I can't think of his name. Anyway, uh, it, one of them mentioned they said you know they were looking at uh, Andre the Giant and he was doing something to Hulk. I can't remember what it was. It was something that was I think it was choking him and he was doing it over and over and over again and you mm-hmm. know, you have five seconds or whatever it is. And they were like, you know, they they said, What well, I mean all the ref can do is is count. Like, what's what's 135 man 135 pound man going to do against an almost 500 pound Goliath? Like, there's, mm. I mean, you just have to hope that Andre's going to listen to the ref because at that point, I mean, there's nothing he can actually do. He yeah. just he can hope that Andre's going to obey the rules at that point. Which, now, which, part of it's by, acting.
0: by but, all accounts, Andre the Giant is just supposed to be the you know, the nicest person. Or, right. Well, you know when was. he was. Oh yeah man. yeah. Right. Supposed he, to be just the yeah. Nicest he was supposed to be the sweetest ever. guy
2: ever. You yeah. know, and and that's why it all worked out. Yeah. You know, he knew that he was on his way out even though he didn't want to be you know his his disease took over and yeah. he could no longer perform and if you watch that last match you can watch how lethargic he is through the whole thing you know he's just You you almost, you really feel bad for him, you know, because you can see he's struggling to do Mm. everything. He's, he's half as, as fast as he was, you know. Go back and watch a match two or three years before when he was in his prime, and then you watch that last match. I I guess that was his last match. I I don't know that factually, but that was, that was one of his last ones, and it was just so, it was sad to watch, you know. The guy couldn't run anymore, you know. When he'd do a slam, it was completely telegraphed, and you could see it coming from a mile away. Way, but it's supposed to be a really good guy. So, long
0: story short, I like
2: I like the acting.
0: I hate the dialogue. Uh, yeah, I gotta respect the acting though. Uh, now, I think we've uh, we've blueballed this long enough. Uh, let's get uh, let's get around to how it actually stacks. How does it stack up?
1: I believe, in my professional opinion, that it stacks. Yeah. I. I it thoroughly enjoyed the research, except for watching the new shit. Um, that was that's on now currently. Yeah. Um, I fucking loved it, man. So
0: you you love you love watching the stuff that was, yeah,
1: you know,
0: that was right. good when you were like, right. I the mean, the yeah.
1: So to, yeah, we're not not current. The sentimental stuff. Yeah, yeah like you know, we, we talked about it on Voltron, where I was so excited to to do the research for the show and then I watched everything and I was like, "Well, shit, that's fucking blue." Yeah. And with this, it was like I honestly felt myself like kind of glued to the TV again. Like I knew what was going to happen. I yeah. completely <clears throat> Excuse me, I saw everything, you know, mapped out before it ever happened, you know, watching it again and it, the shock value, the awe value wasn't yeah. there, but I just remember like, "Man, a yeah. lot of fun I remember really there's watching a, that and there's and,
0: a lot of nostalgia to it
1: man. oh yeah and, and and you know we mentioned it earlier AJ you're like how would you feel having your child watch this show and, and as it is now I, I don't understand it I mean I, I watch it and I'm like ah this is fucking ridiculous yeah. I was like there's so much bright and pink fucking sparkly dudes I don't understand what's happening mm. but I, I've also been out of the loop for freaking five years you right. know, when my son gets to that age and maybe he watches it, it, it might be different. Now, granted, you know, I'm not going to let him watch, like, you know, a guy try and have sex with a chick in a bed on national TV. Mm. But he, I will definitely, if he's into it, you know, I'll, I'll totally support it. I mean, so,
2: it, it's got to be better than the Jersey Shore. Fuck yes. Yeah.
1: So for for my professional opinion, from Dangerous jobs of You, it's Dax. I Yay. hear you, man. Uh, so
0: mine... I don't know. I'm I'm kinda on the fence, but I know that's not an acceptable answer. It's not. So I'm uh oh man, like again, I'm I'm with you I'm with you on some parts of it and I'm I'm not with you on others. Uh the uh the old stuff I will say I had a lot more fun with the research for this than I did for Voltron. Oh, oh
1: Watching yeah. Watching
0: Voltron for me was was kind of a chore. Torture I, is a good word. Torture. <laughs> yeah. I mean and, and again, I know I, I said it stacked. I, because I didn't watch it when I was a kid Right But uh, This I I did have a lot of fun with the uh, uh, With the research for it Doing you know like Raw's
1: 100 Greatest
0: Moments and That was a lot of the, fun The wasn't it? top 50 finishing moves
1: Oh fuck yeah
0: Oh the top 50 finishing moves Is a lot of fun
1: Did you get to number one? Yeah Yeah I saw that one coming You'll
2: appreciate the number one, AJ. Oh yeah And
0: that's, uh, the that's
2: the bottom line Oh yeah Well but, see uh, on the list I checked That was not number and, one Yeah it was uh on, no, it's it's a movie on Netflix. Oh, oh okay. Uh, 50, I, I, I checked a different website. Yeah, and I, I think the Stunner was like number seven. Oh yeah. What was number one on the website? Uh, I'm sorry, Gabe. We're totally uh, interrupting your bit. Sorry, I know Moon Salt was number three. The Moon Salt. The Moon Salt was really? number three. I, I forgot what number one was. Let's try. Eh, I I don't know, man. I, I to
0: think number three on the movie was uh, Sweet Chin Music.
1: Number, that was number yeah, it was up there. It I was know the, there. the pedigree was number two, I think, and the stunner yeah. was number
0: one. No, no, no. It went uh it went pedigree number three, tombstone pile driver for number two, and then Stone Cold Stunner
1: number one. Oh yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah. The pile driver. That's what now, ended Austin's career. I, I
0: always have yeah. and I always will love yeah. the video games. I
1: love the video games. Oh for shit! Wrestling. The video games are
0: amazing. They're so much fun, and I've I've always loved those because you can just ruthlessly beat someone, and just just and uh, throw them through stuff, throw them through tables, through cages. It's so much fun. Yeah. So I love that. That absolutely stacks up. I never stopped liking the games, but uh, as far as actually watching it, like my 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 bar for how it stacks is will I watch this again for my own personal recreation? And I got to say no, because I'm not, I'm never going to dig up the old wrestling stuff and watch it on Netflix. Again, I enjoyed the research. I had fun and I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm boxing myself into a corner here, but I, because uh, who knows? I might, I might pick it back up and watch one episode, but again, I'm on the fence. I'm leaning toward no. Um, but it's a it's a light no, it's a barely no. It's a soft. Yes, it's a very very. It's soft a flaccid.
1: No. It's a flaccid. T-Baggins.
0: <laughs> Speaking of which, so uh, yeah, like I said, it's a it's a soft no for me. Uh, but now we get to go to our uh, our our guest, who's actually our first guest on this show. Yeah,
1: congratulations, T. Baggins. Um, You've yeah. actually set the bar quite high. You've been teabagged.
0: Yeah. <laughs> O.T. So, tea baggins, what's your rating on how it stacks?
2: <laughs> Willis is well, a I'd, pirate I'd, now. I'd have to say, you know, <laughs> I honestly, I, you guys, I didn't do any research yeah. uh, for this because I'm, you know, a because well of your encyclopedic knowledge, it's insane <laughs> what what's in my head. that's completely fucking useless. But I'd say. You know, when it comes to the old stuff, you know, I'd have no problem, you know, getting on Netflix or something tonight yeah. and and watching some some WrestleManias or something from the early 90s era, yeah. you know, British Bulldog and, you know, stuff like that. It, it was good, but uh will I ever turn on a new Monday Night Raw and try to seriously follow the storylines? Oh, hell oh, no. oh hell no. These guys <laughs> these guys are ridiculous now, you know, uh but, I mean, as far as the old stuff, you know, what I grew up on, you know, Million Dollar Corporation with yeah. Ted DiBiase, I would love to watch that again. You know, if if they can make a best of, you know, of certain wrestlers and, yeah. and you know, actually play through some of the storylines, you know, I'd, I'd be interested in uh, in watching that. But and I uh, think, nothing I think past why, like 2002. I think that's
0: why I've got such a soft no on it is that I like the old stuff, but the new stuff just kills it for me, man. Uh, By
2: the way, no one has said it during this entire podcast. I must say, we have recently lost a legend in the industry from our local area, Mister Paul Bearer, has passed really, dude, away. Dude, that's right. I heard asshole. about that. And he, <laughs> <laughs> like, well,
1: like, I'm so sorry
2: to interrupt your sentimental moment. I, I don't that, know. I don't that that know the a, guy. That
0: was a that was a that was a, a really nice moment that you just. Fucked up, John.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm so sorry. AJ, you can have the floor again. Well, well, T Baggins might have to drop by. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're getting a visit from T Baggins. So later I've tonight. met
1: Paul Bear and I tried to approach him one time and I was, and I walked up and I, I was, hey, I'm pretty sure I've seen you before. I, I don't know how to address That's this guy. That's the dude.
2: funniest fucking looking guy on the
1: planet. Right. I don't know how to address this guy. So I walk up and I'm like, hey how you doing and like, haven't i haven't i'm sure I've seen you before i'm pretty sure I, you know a big part of my childhood and hes he goes, "I know you've seen me before I'm on the damn cover of that movie <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well apparently well, yeah uh, you you're you're on the cover and he's like, i'm on the movie quit wasting my time." <laughs> At which part... I'm I'm standing here at at, at work. I don't know how to respond to this guy who's just blatantly going off on me and his... Terrible, terrible You know, like Gay feb, whatever This fucking dude was nuts But he's like I'm Paul Byrne he
3: like
1: Grabs his shit And storms out Doesn't buy a fucking thing And as he's leaving He just he turns and gives me a look Like Paul Byrne And
0: fucking takes off And that
2: was it I was, I, I, to, Tell me he didn't have the most awesome Fucking epic turkey neck going dude, on Dude, that there. shit was like, like you, you could watch his face To see what he was saying But your attention was drawn <laughs> Right That's how I knew chin. what he
0: was
1: saying. It was almost like vibrations. I could see the vibrations in his neck, and I knew the words that he was saying.
0: <laughs> some people can re- uh, some people can lip read. Uh
1: Others pe- uh, you other can people you can read jowls Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I do
2: apologize about your, your setup in a moment. It, it is tragic. He, he, oh, I mean, I, I never met the guy. He, he could be the biggest asshole for you know for all was. I know, but I just know he was he was from this area. So I actually, there's a, a, a lot of there's out. a lot
3: of
0: wrestlers that are from this area.
2: Supposedly, uh, yeah. So yeah uh, supposedly, supposedly, Doink, a lot the, of them, clown yeah, Doink the
0: Clown is somewhere where, uh, in the lives area. Lives out in Westmobile, like Sims, Wilmer area. Do
2: you think Dink uh, is still following him? Who? No. no? Oh, Dink. really? Dink?
0: Yeah. Okay, I, there was I didn't hear. Doink you. the Clown and Dink yeah,
2: the Clown. Yeah, Dink, Dink and Doink. Doink. They, were a, right. they were a tag team. Yeah. Oh, and, and just just for because you guys would never know this because you have better lives than I do, but <laughs> in uh, one of the Survivor Series in the in the mid 90s, they had a uh, uh like a six man or eight man tag match, which was all Doinks versus a diverse uh uh selection of of bad guys, and the Doinks were you know you had the regular Doink and then yeah. you had the Bushwhackers who yeah. were dressed up as Doink. And then, like, one other guy. And it was awesome because they all put him in the clown makeup and made him, you know, feel kind of retarded. But good stuff. Look it up.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, I
1: damn sure will. Now that you've mentioned Doink, that shit's going to be on, like, speed dial for my Six internet. Six Doinks <laughs> in one match. So uh,
0: basically, <laughs> basically like we're we're terrible. all in agreement.
1: We're all in agreement that we
0: all hate the new stuff. But the old stuff is still pretty tolerable and pretty watchable. Right? I
1: definitely, I, I think the old stuff stacks. I will watch it again. Uh, it will be for like, you know, hey, check this out. Yeah, you know, type shit. But yeah, it stacks.
0: Basically, we're we're all in agreement. That's the first time that's happened. Nope. Admittedly, it's only our second show. Yours was a very
1: flaccid. Uh,
0: yeah, mine. Mine was very soft. Mine was a very soft no, but it was because I agreed with what you guys were saying. Yeah. Yeah, that the old stuff was was still watchable, but the new stuff was just terrible.
1: Yeah, it's 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 awful. So basically, that's
0: uh, that's how it stacks.
1: Yeah, that's a wrap. So uh, we will be back again next time. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate you guys. Oh, and
0: uh, uh, be sure and hit us up oh, on. Uh, yes. Uh, hit us up on geek-io.com/howitstacks. slash Okay, and you can also hit us on uh, uh, on Twitter. Twitter.com/howitstacks.
1: We also have the uh, the Google Plus thing, which is how it stacks. Um, we'll also have a Facebook page up sometime this week. Um, but again, like if you guys feel free to tweet us, uh, email us. Um, let yeah, us know give your us, Give us
0: some show ideas.
1: Yeah, if you guys have a show idea you want us to do, uh, or or some feedback on a previous show, whatever, we'll talk about it and read it and shout it out. So hit us up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I guess uh, saying uh, saying good night. This is uh, this is how it stacks. My name's Willis.
1: I'm JD, and
0: we'll see you next time.